Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio couple of hours in the books. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. Chad Withrow with me in the first hour of the program. The second hour of the program, Billy Lucci from uh, Texags. Lots to discuss there. How interesting, by the way, is that storyline in the state of Texas with potentially Tom Herman in uh, jeopardy and the idea that Urban Meyer could come back to replace him? That's a heck of a story to follow, by the way. Because remember all the bad blood surrounding Zach Smith and the coaching staff at Ohio State and what might end up happening if Urban Meyer were to come in and take over that gig for Tom Herman. And if it's not Urban Meyer, who could it be? We're going to talk a lot about that, I think, over the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, this, of course, the Geico Outkick Studios. I'm Clay Travis. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. And, again, that storyline hanging out there what is going to happen with the University of Texas, Texas A&M trying to make a play to get into the college football playoff, Oklahoma decent, lots of unhappiness among Longhorn Nation, not a lot of hooking going on there. And uh, I'm curious to see how that's all going to shake out. But that's a story we'll probably talk about later in the week. In the meantime, Monday night football, we've still got Wednesday night football to come. No Thursday game, by the way, uh, this week. But what is going to happen going forward 
with the Ravens going on the road against the Steelers, all the COVID uncertainty. They're supposedly going to get back several players now because that game has been pushed to Wednesday. All the different crazy maneuvers, Monday, Tuesday games in the next week. How long is the NFL going to be able to keep that up? I don't know. And I also wonder, in a larger context, how much longer are the Eagles going to be able to keep up playing Carson Wentz? Look, the guy got hit like crazy I know you had the crazy Hail Mary there at the end remarkable cover if you're a gambler uh, like I am I had the Eagles plus six got a push unjustifiable push there certainly the right side of that bet for everybody out there was the Seahawks to cover the number actually ended up going off at six and a half so a lot of Seahawks betters ended up losing uh, in that scenario just totally crazy across the board how that game came down to the conclusion. But Carson Wentz, six times he was sacked. He's now been sacked on the season 46 times. And there was a lot of talk coming into this game that Jalen Hurts was going to get substantial action. And we never actually really saw Jalen Hurts at all. And I don't really understand in general, and it's a good point, Dub, that you made, uh, I think in the second hour of the program, maybe it was off air, It really never made sense, and I said this when it happened, for the Eagles to draft Jalen Hurts because they have so much money invested in Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, you can make the argument outside of the NBA because there are a lot of dudes in the NBA with bad contracts. This will be a fun topic to open up phone lines for someday. What is the worst contract in all of pro sports right now? Is it John Wall? Like, who would you nominate, Dub, as the worst contract in all of sports? Because I'll tell you, the worst contract, I think, in the NFL right now is Carson Wentz. I mean, I know there's some people out there who might say Ezekiel Elliott, wildly overpaid. You could make an argument Jared Goff could be overpaid. But I think the Carson Wentz contract, given the fact that the Eagles gave him $109.9 million, is the worst contract in all of football. I, I don't think there's any doubt. And, and in the NBA, I think you could make an argument that John Wall, given all of his injuries and how much money he's making, is probably the worst contract in the NBA. And maybe it's a little bit unfair to, uh, to give an injury situations to take that into context. But when you look at Carson Wentz, he is scheduled this year to make $18.6 million, uh cap hit. Next year. million cap hit. The year after that, 2022, 31.3 million, and then 36.3 million, and then $32 million all the way through 2024. And as they said on last night's broadcast, $109.9 million guaranteed to Carson Wentz. And this is, and I talked about this to start the program, the challenge here, I think, is ultimately you are in such a bad spot when you are the Eagles and you've invested in Carson Wentz, but it's not a spot that is necessarily going to stun people because it looked like he was going to be a franchise quarterback. Before he got injured, he looked like an MVP. And I think what you have to remember is that even in the NFL MVP, there can be guys who win the NFL MVP that are not necessarily studs long-term. Matt Ryan won the NFL MVP. 
I don't think anybody out there would argue that Matt Ryan is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now or even in much of his career that he has been. Cam Newton won the NFL MVP. Never has remotely approached that same level of performance again. Lamar Jackson won the NFL MVP last year. Is he ever going to have a season anywhere near as good as that season? We'll have to see. My point is that sometimes quarterbacks can have career years and end up winning the MVP and not be Hall of Fame caliber players. This is actually kind of an interesting long-term conversation we could have about MVPs and everybody else and what it can mean going forward. But there are a lot of guys who can flash for one year or two years and then everything else can kind of fall apart around them. Like Rich Gannon won an MVP. I love him. Steve McNair won an MVP. And then there are other guys. Peyton Manning won five. Tom Brady's won three. Aaron Rodgers won two. Patrick Mahomes has won one. But I feel like Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win four or five himself. Other guys that don't feel like flash-in-the-pan performances, Mahomes is going to win his second this year, barring anything else, going crazy. And so multiple MVP winners, it's hard to fake it, right? Can you have the consistency to be an MVP caliber quarterback for more than one year? A lot of guys can't. And so I wonder if the Eagles got caught up in the hype of Carson Wentz and the justifiable uh, reason for keeping him not actually there. And we talked about this in the second hour. I'm not sure that anybody has benefited more from there being limited fans in the stands or no fans in the stands than Carson Wentz. And Dub, you asked a good question. Is there any way that he would still be starting if Eagle fans were inside of that stadium and booing to their heart's content like they would be based on the performances that we've seen from him? I don't think so. And I think the other question is, Doug Peterson, how many years does he get for winning a Super Bowl? Because the Eagles are pretty bad right now. And I think that's a really intriguing question to ask. Do you just go ahead and say he gets a basically lifetime contract with the Eagles? Well, that certainly didn't work for Mike McCarthy. He lost his job with the Green Bay Packers. And by the way, the Packers, I thought, looked a lot better when they were firing Mike McCarthy than they do the Eagles do right now. And, oh, by the way, on top of that, Packers look pretty good having fired Mike McCarthy now based on what's going on down in Dallas in another one of those NFC East dumpster fires. Dub, did you find anybody worse than John Wall for the contract? Well, the Lakers are still paying Luol Deng. That's certainly deserves <laughs> some honorable about mention. Luol Deng. Yes. Yeah, so he's played, he played 57 games for the Lakers. I think they're going to end up paying him well over 60. So he's getting paid throughout uh, the next two seasons, $5 million a pop. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of bad NBA contracts, which is why I was saying, hey, let's kind of put it in the context of the NFL. There's hardly anybody that's even in the same ballpark, same stratosphere as Carson Wentz right now in terms of a guy that's hamstringing the entire franchise. And I think that's why you have to be careful about these long-range quarterback contracts. I feel good about a guy like Patrick Mahomes. But to be fair, even when the Eagles were signing Carson Wentz, there were a lot of skeptics saying, wait a minute, I don't know if this guy's worth over $100 million. And guess what? I think the skeptics have been proven right. I don't blame Carson Wentz for taking the money. You take as much as you can when you can. But this is a great story about maybe the Dallas Cowboys having to think about Dak. 
Maybe there are other teams out there. Maybe the Ravens thinking about a long-range extension for Lamar Jackson. Does it really make sense? You can get burned in a big way by giving too much money long-term. Got to keep that in mind. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are rolling with uh, Petros Papadakis at the old P on Twitter. Petros and Money Show, AM 570 LA Sports. Petros, I mean, I want to start here because I just think everything's kind of crazy uh, in the world and it hasn't changed as being crazy. First of all, how good was your Thanksgiving? I'll start there. Well, I Did you have a traditional work. Greek Thanksgiving? No, I, I had to call a game. I did a game. I did the Utah State hosting New Mexico game. And then the next day, we did Stanford-Cal. Yeah, I listened to you on Stanford-Cal Stanford, Stanford Cal game. Yeah, so we, we just a lot of work that weekend, like there usually is this time of year for people like me in college football. And I was grateful to do the work. But it was very Spartan as far as the holiday goes, just uh, – just me and Alex Faust and our production crew and a good Mountain West football game and then a Pac-12 game the next day. All right, so that transitions really well into the question that I was going to ask you, which is it appears Stanford basically is going to have to relocate to the state of Washington to get ready for their game. I believe they play against Washington. Cal may also have to relocate. How crazy is this with the way the Pac-12 is shaking out given all the challenges from the Santa Clara County uh, Health Department or whoever made that decision, and then also with the expectation that another shutdown is coming of an even more significant nature in California, do you fear for USC and UCLA's ability to play and finish their season in California as well? Not to mention the freaking 49ers are having to move to Phoenix in order to play for the next couple of weeks there. I think L.A. football will probably get a waiver because you consider the way the entertainment industry has been able to go forward without any problems. I mean, I walk into three studios a week that are all up and running. Yeah, some, good of them point. Require a t- some of them require a test, some of them don't. So if you look at football at the college level or the pro level as entertainment, I could see them getting a waiver. Now, they already, I'm calling the USC game on Sunday night. USC hasn't played on a Sunday since I was playing. But I'm calling the USC game on Sunday night with Alex Faust. And that's USC, Washington State at the Coliseum. And they might move the time again on that. But I've hear, heard that USC is cautiously optimistic that they're going to be able to play. What does this do to the Pac-12 standings, like you mentioned, Clay, or how it shakes out in the conference, like you mentioned? Does it really matter? I mean, it's great to play. They're not going to help themselves by not playing. 
We have to give the opportunity to the guys that want to move on to the next level next year to let them play. We have to give the – that guy's not honking at me, by the way. We have to, uh, we, we have to give uh, the guys that want to finish their careers that opportunity. Everybody's got to develop that. How it, that's how it works. But is the end game for the Pac-12 to somehow get into the college football playoff? I, I don't think that's a possibility or a probability this year nor do I think it should be. And they've made it too hard on themselves anyway with the late start and the really stringent rules. The problem is, like for USC's situation, the Pac-12 didn't cancel the USC game last week against Colorado. The the Pac-12 was the entity that had to make the county aware that USC had more than three positive or three positive tests which constitutes an outbreak, and then they shut you down. So not only is the Pac-12 kind of adherent to their own rules, which seem to be more strict than the other conferences that have been going since September, but you fall under these more draconian counties like Santa Clara and maybe Los Angeles, and so they run into like kind of double issues in that regard. I don't think USC or UCLA is going to have to leave town. But definitely Stanford and Cal are, and they're, they're probably going to be up in the Northwest from what I've heard. It, it, this whole thing is wild, right? And you were talking about the Pac-12 and the fact that they're probably out of the mix for the college football playoff. What do you think about the Big Ten? Because we always, you've done these playoff simulations with me before. Where we all sit around the table and argue about who we think should be there. Yeah. How in the world is the playoff committee going to assess potentially a team like Ohio State if they, as seems somewhat likely, if they may not qualify at all for the Big Ten title game, and if they're only going to end up playing around six games, how do you assess them when you're comparing them with teams that play 11 or 12? Well, I think you assess them through the past. I mean, and I know you're not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be a year-by-year thing, but the college football playoff, like the BCS, much like the Heisman, operates in this really weird, regional, very biased fashion. It always has. And I'm not complaining about that. That's just what it is. It's why it's easier to win a Heisman at USC and darn near impossible at a place like Stanford. It's just reality. So, I mean, we've seen Ohio State compete well in this thing every year, right? Just like we see... Alabama compete in this thing every year or Clemson compete in the thing every year. We're used to them being there and competing. So it's not a stretch for anybody because we're used to Big Fox or at ESPN showing Ohio State a lot of love. We can name a bunch of players on their team, their quarterback, their coach, everything about Ohio State. Like Notre Dame, it's a blue blood. So I don't think it's that much of a stretch for Ohio State at all because we all expected him to be there at the end of the season anyway. For a team like USC, no. Uh, Even though they're a blue blood, we haven't seen them compete with the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the Clemsons of the world in years. And there's no reason to think they would start now. So I think there's bias of the past that is built in, and that is the path for a team like Ohio State, because there's no way to congruously say 
well, you played 11 games and you've been at it since August, but you went to this conference and you've only played seven or whatever and make a conscious decision. A decision has to be who can compete. Well, we know Ohio State can compete. They do that at this level year in and year out for decades now under Urban Meyer and and now Day. So uh, I think, does that answer your question or is it just more – uh, college football subjective gobbledygook. Because that's I think I just to. I think that's where we're headed. Is is kind of what I'm getting at. It's always in some way a mishmash and a mess because you can kind of find any validation or you know there's no set criteria. So we just kind of talk in argument circles. And I think that's going to be arguably even more the case this year, right? Because there's just oh, yeah. so much going on. It's like we're not even comparing even remotely similar situations at this point in time because really it's hard to quantify a team that only plays six compared to a team that plays 12, right? Like you could have 11-1 and one Notre Dame being compared to 6-0 and oh Ohio State. How in the world do you assess that? Or 9-1 and one Texas A&M or 10-1 and one Alabama. Like all these different scenarios that are at play, it's almost incredibly difficult, even more so than normal, to figure out what somebody's worth when they've played half as many games as somebody else. Well, it's always dumb. And this year, it's just dumber. You know, like, just like so many things, uh, the pandemic and how it's all handled in different parts of the world and how some places you can do this and some places you can't. You, can't. Right. you know, all of that is now applied because we don't have a governing body. All of that, you know, there's not one thing that rules college football. All of that is now trickled down to our world, and something that was already pretty difficult is is going to be more difficult. But I don't. I mean, we're going to talk about it a bunch, and you're going to ask me about it a bunch. But does anybody really think it's not going to be Notre Dame, Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson at the end? Uh, I think that's the favorite. I don't think there's any doubt. We're talking to Petros Papadakis, AM five seventy LA Sports at the old P on Twitter. How much of a challenge do you think it would be to be a college kid right now playing football? You were a captain at USC. Can you imagine what it would be like to be on a team this year? And what do you think that experience would be like? Well, the answer is no, and then no again in the pandemic. First of all, with the advent of social media, I would not have survived in a college football You think you would have just said, instead or done something dumb as a college kid that would have gotten you in trouble? I pretty much envisioned my entire team having that issue. But, <laughs> and everybody and by the way, the entire team. campus uh, might also be a way to uh, to expand that even further. But yeah, I, I think definitely people yeah. around our age have had those conversations before. Okay, so let's start there. So social media wouldn't have been great for you or me or a no, lot of other I, people. I, I spend uh, a lot of time talking uh, all week in, in Zoom calls with coaches, uh, coordinators, players, and head coaches of every team, you know, in the Mountain West, we, you know, are Pac-12. That's been my beat this year. And it's fascinating because, I mean, you mentioned Santa Clara County. Well, San Jose State, who's having a renaissance year, they just had that game at Boise canceled. Yep. They had to go, they had to go to Humboldt County, away from Santa Clara County, to have their camp. And, you know, they weren't allowed, and it wasn't even camp because they had to do school all day. New Mexico, as you know, is in Lake Las Vegas. 
yeah. quarantined away from their wives and the, the coaches' wives, the players' dogs and girlfriends for months. You know, they have uh, something like 12 more days in that bubble with zero positive COVID tests because nobody's more isolated than, than New Mexico. It's amazing. And uh, there's just all these crazy human interest stories all through it. You know, Cal has issues not with the Pac-12, but with the county and, and getting guys out of quarantine to play. Uh, some people thought Stanford might not have wanted to play or was very reluctant to play this year. So a lot like all of us in, in the world right now is they all have really different circumstances and a different perspective on how this should be handled. Most of the people I talk to, are incredibly positive. Of course, you know, they're talking to the people doing the media for the game. So, But to a man, everybody's really excited to play and really relishing the opportunity. It does feel like a victory in and of itself when we get a game kicked off. Yeah. And it, it never feels like that before. I mean, it used to be like moving – a Mount College football game because of a hurricane or something like that. And we talk about it for weeks, you know, and we didn't just juggle games around like this. And now teams are preparing in short order and traveling in short order. And the administrations are working hard to, to feature the kids. And, you know, we talked about this for months before it happened, Clay. And then we talked about it for months before I got the opportunity to sit and call a game for Fox, which I consider to be a very, a very big privilege I don't take for granted. but And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because we're doing it different. We're calling it off a monitor, and there's nobody in the stands, and everybody feels a certain kind of way about what should be done. But when I see the joy from the players toward each other and the, the unadulterated joy to be out there and doing what they do, I feel good about putting the games on TV or being part of the games on TV, a small part. And I think overall that's the most important part of this year. I think we're going to have really exciting, experienced teams for years going forward because of this, uh, guys that are opting to stay, and red shirts and gray shirts and blue shirts and all those things uh, to make room for the scholarships uh, after 2021. Uh, I think we're we're set up if if we can have a healthy society for years of great college football. And these young men really learn to overcome a lot of adversity because they faced a lot of adversity. I'd have an incredibly difficult time being disciplined in this in this situation, as I imagine a lot of people do. We're we're talking to Petros Papadakis at the old P. Every week, it's like there's a new story that emerges that there's truly no precedent for. Are you as blown away by the Denver Broncos having to start a random wide receiver from their practice squad after all four of their quarterbacks were not able to play as I am? Yeah, I just don't understand how some games get moved and some don't, I guess. And I understand there's probably a list of criteria that, that Denver didn't meet to have the game canceled. So, and they agreed to those rules, and that's what it was. And hey, let's go. I mean, I, I've seen football games where every quarterback gets hurt. Some dude's got to take the snaps, and it just doesn't look right, and you don't know what to do offensively, and you're just you're sunk. I, I've seen that happen before. I've never seen it happen to where like 
that's how you're going out to start the game. <laughs> you know, that that's pretty rough. But, uh, I mean, like you said, I mean, USC hasn't played on a Sunday since I was playing. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different things happening. And, frankly, I'm pretty proud of the way that most people adapt to them and adjust and stay positive and try to make it work. I mean, I do think that's a positive that hasn't gotten enough attention is the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 are all going to manage to crown a champion this year. And there's not going to be really anybody that can disagree with it, right? Uh, They have managed to find the two best teams. They're going to be able to play a conference championship game. Really, if the Big 12, I'm sorry, the Pac-12 and the Big 10 had just done exactly what those two other conferences did, they probably would have been fine. And I think that has to be the most frustrating thing about anybody who's a Pac-12 fan, certainly anybody who's a Pac-12 player, Big Ten player, uh, administrator, coach, all those things, is the pathway actually wasn't that complicated because we've seen what worked with those other conferences. Well, I think, Clay, you could probably take the word probably out of out of it. Yeah. The Pac-12 would be exactly where the American Big 12, they would be exactly there, and so would the Big 10. And I think that is a very frustrating thing, but, you know, that's part of what we've talked about for months leading up to these moments, which is the teams that stepped forward and the conferences that stepped forward and took some of the slings and arrows of criticism, whether you believe in what they did uh, was right or not, they're the ones that that are able to pull off the, the most legitimate football season for the reasons that we've discussed over and over again. The ones that didn't and hid behind their local governments or their administrations or just their own lack of confidence to speak up because of where they lived, they're not going to be recognized at the end of the year for a seat at the the national table. And they don't have anybody to blame but themselves, and and that's okay. With one exception, you know, Ohio State. You know, I think it'll be awfully hard to keep an Ohio State team that hasn't lost any games out of a playoff situation because of what they've done in the past. We've talked a lot about this Vanderbilt kicker situation. Um, I don't know if you talked about it at all on your show. Uh, No. You managed to avoid it? Well, I remember – Katie Nida, who yep. played uh, at Colorado with Joel Klatt, believe it yep. or not. And, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, and at New Mexico, where she kicked a ball in a Las Vegas bowl and a PAT, it didn't go through. But Rocky Long, who's a very reputable college football coach, in a bowl game in a Division One game, way back in two thousand, I don't know, three or something. Uh, kicked an extra point attempt in the Vegas Bowl. Yep. And that to me was that moment. I mean this just see I don't I didn't like I get it's like that they put a different label on it like the first in the SEC or the first in a power five and to me this happened. That's a, a twenty year time. old story for you. It's been like rehashed yeah. and, and rehashed. And, and look and I know Rocky Long, and I respect the hell out of Rocky Long. Uh, I don't really know the Katie Nida situation. I wasn't in their locker room. It's hard to know what's acceptable or not acceptable on a team unless you're inside their doors. I do know Derek Mason. I knew him when he was at Stanford, and I liked him a lot back then. That was a long time ago. But to me, it's a 20-year-old story. 
yeah. that they're resurrecting to have a new generation feel good about. But we've already had this conversation a long time ago. <laughs> I was surprised that she spoke to the team at halftime. We'll just say that. Yeah, like if you that, – that to me is the craziest part of the whole story. Like to ask – like do you ever remember a kicker asking to speak to a team that you were on in football, high school, or college? No. And, and what do you think – if you had been at SC as one of the team captains and the kicker had asked to speak to the team at halftime – what do you think your response as a team captain would have been? That better be Morton Anderson. <laughs> the analogous story mean, that, you know, yeah. I mean, this has nothing to do with the, the young woman. and Everything uh, to do again, with a kicker I, yelling at the football team? Yeah, I'm not in their locker room. But if a kicker told our football team that we're not cheering enough on the sideline, uh, I, I, in my time pre-social media would fear for that person. Not a woman, <laughs> just our kicker, uh, whose name was Adam Abrams. <laughs> so if Adam Abrams had stood up at halftime and said, hey, I need to address the, the, the team guys and yelled at you because of the way that you were behaving on the sideline, you would have feared well, for that look, kicker's uh, safety after the game. I, I think, you know, I know you didn't play football, and there, that's a huge gap between anybody who played at that level and people that didn't, and I don't like football know-it-alls that sit there and talk down to everybody that say, you know, you don't know what it's like, blah, 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 and no one can tell them anything about football because, you know, if you didn't play, you don't know. And, you know, I used to feel that way a little bit, and I, I'm trying not to be that guy. But there is a certain amount in dues that you pay physically, the dues of, of being hit, you know, while you're carrying the ball or tackling somebody or just the blocking and tackling element of the game, which is extremely, extremely challenging and takes a great deal of courage. Even if you're a big, strong, scary-looking guy, it is really frightening to do those things, I can tell you from experience. And when somebody has not had those experiences, especially with that team through the camp, through practices, through the, the physical sacrifices of playing in the box, it's awful hard to stand up in front of a football team and say anything, if that makes sense. Makes total sense. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
salespeople at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be You guys know that I work on a gambling show, Fox Bet Live. Love to talk gambling. By the way, we're still waiting for the OutKick six-pack review of the week. Right now, we're 2-2-1, but we got a great number on the Steelers, who are now out to a 10-point favorite, and we're going to have to wait, theoretically, till Wednesday for that game to be played. But I feel like we're really in great shape to go 3-2, which keeps us over 60% for the year total. But man, we didn't bet. I bet on Fox Bet Live. I took this yesterday afternoon 
before this game was played. I took the Eagles plus six. I thought they would keep it close. I was really wrong. But that late Hail Mary touchdown catch, which was incredible, and then you had that scenario where they decide to go for two, a lot of people actually ended up with the uh, Eagles plus six and a half, in which case you got an early Christmas present. But man, if you had bet on the Seahawks, which I think you said, Dub, 93% of the money, or maybe we talked about that on Fox Bet Live. I think it was on Fox Bet Live. Furman said 93% of the money was on the Seahawks. So the vast majority of people out there lost a big swing there on that Hail Mary. Yeah, I would have been one of them had I bet it you know, yesterday afternoon late. Thank God I bet Seattle when they were minus six on Sunday. So Worst case, still a bad push. Still a bad push, but God, that's one of those ones if you're on the wrong side of that. You just kind of got to – you have trouble falling asleep that night. You're in a bad mood the next day, probably the day after that as well. That, that's, a, that's a brutal one. No doubt. And there were a lot of, I mean, again, with 93% of the money on the Seahawks, there were a lot of them. There are a lot of people right now waking up either on the West Coast or all over the country here as we finish off the show uh, that are like, thanks for reminding me, Clay. And I think the number one story probably in the world of sports today is going to be Carson Wentz and what in the world the Eagles do. Because there's a lot of talk that they were going to start to use Jalen Hurts more. And if you pay attention to the prop market, uh, there were a lot of people who said, hey, he's going to be running the ball. He's going to be throwing the ball. He's going to have how many passing yards he's going to have. He had one play. And so were those reports wrong? Was there something that occurred during the course of the game that made them decide to stay committed to Carson Wentz? Is it all the hits that he's taking? Wentz, 46 sacks that he's now had. This pick of Jalen Hurts never really made any sense to me for the Eagles because of all the money they already have tied up to Carson Wentz. But this whole story is super strange, right? Because in an ordinary context, if you hadn't given $100 million to Carson Wentz, I think the Eagles would be saying, okay, let's try and find something else. Let's try and find out if Jalen Hurts is going to be the answer. But I don't really think they can do that, Dub, given how much money they've got invested in Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, when he's getting paid well over $100 million dollars, that, that, that's what I go back to, you know, the, the whole draft pick of Jalen Hurts doesn't make any sense at all. And now, zero. I mean, you, you draft a guy in the second round thinking they're probably in the back of their minds thinking, OK, we might need him because we don't really know how Carson Wentz is, even though we just gave him over a hundred million dollars. That in itself is a conundrum. But I mean, at this point, how could you not put Jalen Hurts in the game? I mean, it, it, to me, it almost seems like they're Carson Wentz is getting hit so much. They're like, they're like. All right, we'll just keep him in there, and maybe he gets hurt. Then we can put Hurts in. I, I, I just don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. It doesn't make any sense. And again, the crowd, I do think, would be in a big way impacting the decisions that they're making with Carson Wentz. And what I mean by that is the data on Carson Wentz coming into this game was so, so incredibly bad in terms of his stats. He was either... 30th, 31st, or 32nd, basically, among starting quarterbacks for virtually every stat that matters for for a quarterback. And so if you're out there and you're kind of looking at this scenario, I don't even know what the Eagles' game plan going forward is, right? Because they can still think, hey, we'll find a way to win the NFC East because the division is so bad. Daniel Jones is hurt. Does anybody really feel that confident in the Giants sitting at four and seven? It's hard to remember even almost because the the record is so ridiculous, but I think I am correct 
that when you look at the uh, at the NFC East, the Eagles are now three seven and one, which my goodness, what a ridiculous uh, record! But they're only a half game out of first place still. And so as you come down the stretch run of this season, I think that I think everybody is still alive, crazily enough, in the uh, in the NFC East because everybody is so bad. But at some point, you have to start to think about what you're going to do going forward because you're going to be a substantial underdog anyway against whoever you play that's coming out of that five seed. And so does it really matter who wins this division in what is the worst division maybe in the history of the NFL? Monday Night Football had that great Stranger Things graphic where they did the upside down and pointed out that the Panthers and the Seahawks had both won and hosted home playoff games with losing records. Maybe that's what you hope for if you're the NFC East. We'll be back tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.